Are you ready to take your writing to the next level? Then welcome to the Book Editor Show. Join Clark Chamberlain and Peter Turley each week as they teach you all the tips, tools, and techniques you need to move your book from manuscript to market. Visit thebookeditorshow.com for show notes, links to guests, books, and extras to make your old novel better than ever. Now, please welcome Clark Chamberlain and Peter Turley. Welcome to the Book Editor Show. This is a special NaNoWriMo edition, and today we're going to have 10 tips to help you survive NaNo. I'm Clark Chamberlain, and it's been said that he smiles when he hears the struggles of authors writing 50,000 words in a month. They do things just a little different on his side of the pond. That's right, folks. The man who writes 50,000 words a day, he's my friend and co-host, Peter Turley. Peter, how are you doing today? (laughs) I did smile a little when you sort of told me, like, your word count. <laughs> it's, a, it's a grueling process, though, isn't it? It really is. It's no laughing matter. <laughs> it's not. You know, and, and anyone who's willing to undertake and the craziness that's nano is just should be commended for it because it is. It's crazy trying to do that. <laughs> yeah. It should be... Um, <laughs> You know, they should have that in the uh, the T-shirt section, <laughs> you know, like certified crazy. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Right. I know. Yeah, um, and uh, and it's uh, it's been such an interesting thing for me. Like um, when I came back from Iraq, I was into writing at that point. And then that was the first time I heard about it. I was just talking to someone. Yeah, I wrote a book while I was over there. Like, oh, are you going to do nano? It's like, what in the world is nano? You know, and so like when I heard about it, it was like, writing 50,000 words in a month. That's insane. That's crazy. You know, and, uh, and if you're working full time or going to school full time and trying to do it, it is crazy. If you're me, it's really not that crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm putting down two to 5,000 words in a day writing anyway. And so like it, it gets easier when you're getting to do this full time. But unfortunately, a lot of people aren't. <laughs> yeah. I think the, um, the hardest part is uh, I've recently been reading a book um, called Daily Rituals, um, mm-hmm. and it's 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 really great. You can grab it on Amazon, and it's it's all about because um, I'm fascinated with this sort of stuff, and I always ask our guests guests about it. And it's about um, it's mainly writers, but all, all kinds of people, um, and the kind of like writing rituals and their daily processes and how they go about it. And a running theme that I've picked up throughout the book is that generally like two hours is seen as like a good time to be sat down at a keyboard and that surprised me to hear that i was like oh right well that's that's not so bad then that's okay <laughs> and the problem with nano is it's doing that and getting those words out without life getting in the way for like a whole month <laughs> i know and it can't be like can't be like one of the easy months where no one's doing anything like february <laughs> You know, it's like November, you're getting ready for holiday season, you're getting all kinds of like, you know, the, the winter's coming, all this kind of stuff's happening. And yet you're going to try to sit down and put together a 50,000 word manuscript. So, <laughs> yeah, and it's the whole, because there is a deadline, it's, you know, 50,000 words sounds rough, but you know, 1,600 and odd words a day is like, oh, okay. But because you've basically you've got to finish it by the end. So if you if you miss a day, it's like panic. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So uh, and and so that's why I'm excited to do this show. We've got ten fantastic tips that are really going to help people stay on track, um, work around some of those kinds of issues. You know, like if you get behind, and hopefully make it so this is an enjoyable experience and something that you'll come back and do again. So. 
Um, shall we go ahead and jump right into these? Yeah, let's get started. I think I think I think people need to hear this. <laughs> oh yeah, they definitely do. So um, the first one is create a one sentence summary of your story to keep you on track. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So is that what we're starting? Yeah, with? that's what. Yeah, that's uh, that's tip one. I Changing the order on me. You keep you keep me on the on my toes, don't you? <laughs> I try to. Yeah. This is um. <laughs> this is a great one. You know, it's I think in in screenwriting they're called log lines. You know, it might be a pitch. It might be a a one sentence synopsis. Um, and it's basically it's it's quite hard to do, and I find that if you can't do it, it generally means that there might be a problem fundamentally with the story. Um, but if you can do it and you can boil down the the story of your, uh, the, the plot of your story into one sentence, then it's really going to help. And especially when you've got a deadline like this and you need to have an output every day, it's going to keep you on track. You know, you're not going to wander off on a tangent down the wrong direction or you're not going to hit writer's block or, and it's it comprises like three, four main things so it's basically a protagonist an antagonist a situation and a goal so it needs to convey those four things and if you can you know summarize your story and distill it into that one sentence and just have that there every time you sit down to write you're going to know where the story's going and it's it's just really going to help keep you on track because the last thing you want to do is <laughs> sit down with like minimum by the way if you've been keeping up a 1600 word daily word count in front of you and not know where the story's going. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I thought this was a fantastic one because that's what, what some people do with nano and, and it can be a very fun experiment is to do that whole, what they call pants writing, you know, writing by the seat of your pants and just seeing where things take you. But just like Peter, like you we were saying, you know, that can end up being a real struggle because then all of a sudden you're, worried about where it's going because you, like you've got the writer's block with it so this helps narrow that focus and so that you can just keep the wheels going every single day because that's the important part and which takes us into the second one um, which is right ahead and um, this is a this is the idea of yes you know it's like 1600 words per day but you're going to have crises that are going to come up in November. I guarantee it. I guarantee there's going to be a weekend when you've got to go somewhere for family outings or whatever. And so you need to get ahead because these situations are going to come. So those days, especially the first two weeks that you're into nano, those are going to be your most productive ones because they're going to be the most exciting portions. So try to double that word count, you know, try to get in a morning session and a night session and try to try to write ahead so that you've got more word count. So that when you have these problems come up, that they don't derail you and you feel like you have to give up. Yeah, it's like a, like a little buffer zone. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a great feeling as well. I mean, you don't want to stop halfway through a scene. You're like, oh, word counts up. That's uh, <laughs> But if you, if you add 500 words even, then you know that it just it takes the pressure off a little, doesn't it? It does. And, you know, I, I know a lot of us, if you're like me, you, you do like to have a deadline and you, you do get a little bit of creative boost from it. But at the same time, the breathing room is really important, especially when you're trying to compete. And this is, you know, a competition with yourself, trying to prove that you can do this and, and make it happen. So definitely right ahead. <laughs> Excuse me. I apologize. I've had this cough for like five weeks now, and I think maybe I'm just dying. So, 
<laughs> but we hope we hope not. <laughs> I know. Well, the books would sell more, I think. You know. And if you do, make sure it's on Earth because you know that'd make a great show. Yeah, it would be a good show. It's, it's just the show he died on, so it'd be kind of yeah. <laughs> um, our third tip. I was going to go somewhere morbid with that, but I, I won't. Um, our third tip is uh, tell the people around you what you're doing. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is like <laughs> really important because. You're probably going to neglect a lot of people <laughs> in this yeah. month. They're going to they're going to wonder where you've gone, <laughs> yes. and uh, you know you're already stressed. And the last thing you need is more stress piled on by you know the disappearing act that you've pulled. <laughs> I think <laughs> if everyone has a little bit of a heads up, it really helps, doesn't it? It really does, you know. And then also, especially when you're telling other people who write. Um, or who are your support group because it helps build that support and you know and they can ask oh hey how's the how's nano going you know how are you doing on that it kind of keeps you uh, on track but I do like yeah you know what you're going to miss these stuff so let people know hey you know what I'm gonna be around I'm gonna go crazy for a month and you'd, you'd be surprised how much support you do get because it is an interesting thing isn't it when you when you tell someone like oh you know I'm taking part in this competition I've got to write 50,000 words in a month it's like it's it's jaw dropping. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, it really is. And you know, um, I I spend a lot of time with our uh, local nano group. It's a fantastic writers group, and I'm always surprised with the uh, influx of new people that come to the group at the beginning of of nano to come and get the information because there's so many people that do. They want to write a novel. They're excited that you're writing a novel because it's something that they want to do as well, and certainly certainly something that they want to talk to you about. Definitely think tell tell everyone tell everyone you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so for number four is uh, and I'm I'm sorry Peter I'm going to throw you off on this one a little bit I added this one in at the last minute so <laughs> but I think you'll be able to follow along anyway it's uh it's it's called tell the story and this is something that I've been working on a lot to get get that first and it's kind of that counterintuitive because we're always talked about show don't tell but. Oftentimes, getting the words out that you need is just done by telling. And because there's a lot of times that we can run into problems with scenes when we're writing, and all of a sudden we get just stopped up because we're, we're trying to search for the right thing to say, or it's, it doesn't feel like it's powerful enough or something like that. And these are the moments that you tell the story. You know what needs to happen. John goes into the store. John feels like he's uh, downtrodden by so-and-so. Like, and you just tell it, and you move through that until you can get to that point where things start to flow again in your writing. and don't feel bad about that. Don't remember, this is not 50,000 words that are publishable at the end of the month. You're trying to get 50,000 word manuscript done, you know, so that you can work on it for, you know, a few months with editing and then it'll be ready to, to submit or to share. Yeah. And I think just that really works well with um, having the one sentence summary, because when you do need yeah. to sit down and you, you, you know, inspiration might not be striking, there might not be a scene you're passionate about, and you literally just need to know what the next step is. I mean, we're talking plot, aren't we? And we are, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the P word. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and, and that really helps because then you can think, right, okay, so this is where I'm going to start. This is where I'm going to end. Uh, what's a logical sequence that's, that's going to get me there and, and write that scene? And it's not that glamorous sometimes, but, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Gets and, the word count on. 
It really does. And this is actually where I am on the start of every one of my books now is that, uh, that I put on, I, I use dragon naturally speak and I dictate, um, the first draft and I just talk it all out. I talk and some of it is some of it's more of the, of the show, but there's some chunks in there that are just tell because I'm just trying to get the story and I'm trying to get something that I can work with later in editing know to really put it together and I can't do that until I get that first draft done and out of the way and it doesn't matter that it's good or not good because I know that it's going to get better on the way when I get into my editing steps I just need to have something finished and that's what I think Nano really teaches you is that you just need to have something finished and you don't have to uh, think about that self-editor and that's where our number five coming up is is no editing you know that you're, you're not going to do the editing portion here yeah th this is the this is what i mainly took from nano myself this whole letting go of the perfectionism not tripping up over every sentence and looking back over it and wanting it to be perfect and oh, i don't like that last paragraph i'm going to go back and redo it or don't like the opening to that chapter it's you've got a word count to hit and you've got to hit it every day and you need to hit this 50,000 limit and you can't be picky. You can't be going back over when you're like, when the words are flowing and you see the little red squiggle on the screen, you can't even go back for that. <laughs> you know, just, just leave it, just keep moving. And by the time you get to the end of the month, cause I think they say like, it's, is it 30 or 60 days to build a habit, but you, you, you're at least halfway there anyway. <laughs> so by the end of the <laughs> month, it's going to become a skill where you, you just do this, you just write and it's, it's okay. It doesn't matter if it's no good. You know, you can go back later and think, mm, don't really like that. Maybe I'll just put it in that folder that might get used one day or, you know, maybe I will use it, but this is a really valuable skill to learn. It really is, you know, and, and there's nothing better than being able to complete a manuscript, you know, that, that you can actually put your story down into into some sort of words and semblance and, and a story that you've crafted here, you know. And um, the inner editor certainly can, man, it can sure hold us up a lot of times because we know that it's not as good as we want it to be. But guess what? Every author who sits down, you know, you, every author sits down and it's not as good as they want it to be. And that's okay. You know, that they, they have to be able to shut that off and to move forward so that they can have something that they can work on that is as good as they want it to be later. So it's not going to happen on the first try. And um, this kind of goes back to this, uh, this idea, you know, I, I talk a lot of metaphor on, on building and construction. You know, it's like you don't, when if you, if you go watch someone build a house, they're not building it one room at a time. You know, you don't have to have the first chapter perfect before you can move into the second chapter. You know, you're building out this whole story at the same time and then coming back through and perfecting. Exactly. And I know we've talked about this before, haven't we? But, you know, you can't perfect it because you might be getting rid of it. Right. <laughs> <later> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there could be a, an entire chapter you just got to cut out, you know, or, or a section and, and the scenes or characters. You know, you, you have no idea where it's all going to go at the end. And so, yeah, don't, don't waste your time perfecting something that might not even be used. So, um, which brings us to our sixth one, which is get support. And uh, this kind of, is, kind of ties in a little bit with the telling people, but, uh, but definitely join a local nano group. You know, um, they're all around the world. You can just go onto the NaNoWriMo website 
uh, put in your location of where you're at and you can probably find a few um, that are within driving or maybe even walking distance of you. And they usually will meet uh, once or twice, at, you know, during the month. Uh, the group that I have actually meets twice a week during November. And having that support of, <laughs> of the crazy and other people <laughs> understand what it is that you're going through, trying to get these 50,000 words out, that can be very helpful. Yeah. And, and also, if you can't do that, I mean, it even has like a buddy system online, doesn't it? Where yes, you can- it does. You can find a you can find a, an online buddy who you can just exchange messages with. You know, talk about their project, talk about yours, and it's it's fun to be part of this world. This it's like this this world springs up for a month and then just like disappears again. <laughs> yeah, it does. And um, uh, it wasn't this. So it was a year ago, a year ago spring um, that I did uh, Camp Nano, and I did it online with the group and it was fun because there was a, a guy from Australia, you know, there was a, a guy from France and it was just a whole uh, international group of people that were there talking about writing and it was exciting to do that. And uh, it's a lot of fun getting to know some other people. Yeah. Cause it's all about the network. <laughs> it is, especially when it comes time to publishing and starting to, to talk with people about your book. You never know what's going to happen when you meet a good uh, acquaintance, you know, and that uh, you can support each other through writing. Definitely. So um, number seven, uh, look after yourself. Yeah, I think this is generally just good advice anyway, but it's <laughs> even more good advice for writers and it's just imperative for NaNoWriMo <laughs> because... <laughs> you just you're not moving for a month you're just sitting there glued to the screen you know if you're not writing you're probably drafting or you're sitting there thinking about it or you just i don't know lying there depressed because you've <laughs> left it for five days and you've got eight thousand words <laughs> and, you, and you, you're drinking way too much coffee <laughs> but i think you know get up have a walk you know get get to the gym if you go you know eat well you know, put 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 some good things into your body. You know, don't you don't want to be sort of getting drunk every night and then trying to trying to write sixteen hundred words. And I think if you look after yourself and you'll you'll have the energy and you'll have the motivation and you'll you'll feel good. It's just a it's a good thing to you. This is a hard competition, and you want you want to arm yourself in any way you can. And I think this is just a another string to your bow to. Mm-hmm. You know, be, be feeling good about yourself when you when you go into this competition. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, you you take a look at it. It's you're not training for a marathon here. You're not going to go out and run and or, you know a triathlon and run and bike and swim or do something like that. But at the same time, you really still have to take care of yourself. You know, making sure that you're hydrated because your mind has to use all this all your energy, and um, it really does take energy. And and you. If you don't write on a daily basis, on a regular basis, normally you're going to find that the, that it is it can be painful. I remember getting the um, stiffness in like carpal tunnel type thing um, the first two months that I was working full time as a writer, and you know, and then not spending enough time getting up and moving around. You know that uh, yeah, you do. You've got to take these breaks in between uh, to make sure your body's being well taken care of. And having a good, strong mind and body actually helps that creativity continue to flow. And um, 
talking about creativity brings us to our eighth one, which is recharge your creativity. And this can happen, you know, at any time. And, and if, uh, is it Stephen King that says that the, that writers read something like that, you know, that you're not reading, you're not writing. I think that's from him. And then just paraphrasing that probably poorly, but I'm sure, um, I'm sure he said it at some point. At some point, I'm sure he <laughs> did. So, um, but uh, but if you're writing all the time, you know, sometimes you you drain that well, and you need to go back and find um, some refreshment to fill it back up. You know, so take a break, watch watch a good movie, you know, read a great book, um, get some quality storytelling entertainment through comics or something. And you know, at the very minimum, you could sit down and read Hank Hudson, which is a fantastic book that'll help recharge your creativity. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so true. I mean, you know, it might be something away from writing. You know, you get a clear headspace or something. And like, because for me, it's if I'm if I go for a walk or if I'm just taking a shower, like something pops into my head when I'm not even trying to think of something. Like I was brushing my teeth the other day, and I've, I've sort of like recently had a, a story back and. There's a few sort of problems that I'm trying to work through and I, I was just really stuck and I just left it and I'm just brushing my teeth and then I just like stopped in the middle and it just came to me yeah. and I wasn't even trying to think of it. But I think if you, if you, if you read a good book like Hank Hudson as well, and, you know, you <laughs> see how other people are doing it and you think, Oh, I really like the, it's such a right thing to say, but I really like the way they put that sentence together. <laughs> you know, it, it can inspire you and it kind of makes you want to like run back to the keyboard and carry on working. Yeah, it really can, you know, and um, it, it can be a lot of fun that way, you know, that you can take those breaks and to, to get your mind. And I loved how you said that, you know, that uh, your mind will constantly be working on the problems that you know that you need to solve. And, um, and you never know when those answers are going to come. And so that can be a lot of fun to, when you get those. Um, and because I was brushing my teeth, I couldn't write it down. And it took me the rest <laughs> of the day to remember it. <laughs> so That's yeah, carry a pen. <laughs> carry a pen in the bathroom. Just have it right there on the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe you have to have the, you know, the, the waterproof tablet. You can have it in the, the shower <laughs> even like when the, the ideas come streaming out. So. Um, it's uh, uh, number nine on this is uh, make it easy to write. Yeah, so I think we're talking here about like I like to have um, a space. I like, and you know, I'm sure Clark does. And you know, whether whether you like to change it up, you know, you go outside sometimes, or go into another room, or write standing up or standing on your head. But like, <laughs> I, I like to have a desk. Like, I love having like a an office space you know all my stuff is in one place i've got my, my my setup and my extra monitors and all my notes and loads of paper and like i sat down to do this and i was like oh i've not got a pen and i turned and i've just got a cabinet here with just like pens and paper <laughs> and everything's in reach mm -hmm. and i think make it easy on yourself you know you don't you don't want to be having to like clean up a corner of the house every time you want to sit down to write you want to just sit down and just get straight to it and again, like with the sort of looking after yourself, it's just trying to make this as easy as you can. And just and this is this is one of them, you know. Have a nice little, have a place to go and to go and work. Yeah, and and this this does something else for you too. And and we've combined, we both had ideas on this one. And um, you know, it's it's a, one of the things that's helped me more than anything is same time, same place every day. And 
I write in the mornings at the same time in the same place every day because what that does for my mind is when I sit down into the chair and I'm here, it says to itself, now is time to write. And you train yourself into that habit and your mind becomes ready for it. It's why they say don't, don't you know, uh, play games like uh, like have your your iPhone or whatever in bed or or eating in bed or eating at your desk or doing these different things because like bed is for sleep and you know desk is for work and this is for this because once you start combining these and you're if you really want it to be completely focused you know that that's all you do here is write you know and then and then that way when you sit down it, your brain knows hey it's time to sit down and write. It's it's great. It's very Pavlovian in a way, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Training yourself. It, but but that's what we are, you know. I mean, we get into these kinds of habits, and um, you know, it's like the person who, uh, if they if they pick up a, a lighter, you know, if they have been a long time smoker, they pick up a lighter. It's the the initial reaction to come up to light something. Like once your mind gets used to these things. Like that's what it does every single time. And, and you can do it for very positive things like writing, you know, is it's you've created a space where you can be able to sit down and just write. And that's, and I understand, you know, that we don't all have a, a room that we might have ability to do this, but um, whether it's at the kitchen table, you know, that it's at this time of the day, everybody, kids, uh, spouse, you know, we clean off the table so that I could sit down and this is going to be my space during November that I'm going to spend two hours here every night after you all gone to bed so I can write. And just doing those types of small things, you know, that it's the same every day, same time every day, you will easily get your mind to train into immediately getting into the flow. Because what we're talking about here again, remember, is getting a word count out every day. And so you don't want to have anything messing that up. And I like what Peter was saying, you know, that everything is within reach. If you need stuff that uh, to do your writing, that you've got it right there so that you're not having to get up and go find it somewhere else. Yeah. And it can, like you say, it can be as simple as the kitchen table or an armchair that you don't usually sit in. And yeah. you decide, hey, that's that's my writing chair. You know, I'm going to keep a pad next to it. I'm going to, on my, my computer and I'm just going to sit down and that's that's it. And, you, and yeah, like you say, you know, your brain goes, okay, this isn't, my check email chair. <laughs> this is my right. writing chair. <laughs> yeah, and and so that's like, um, and I've mentioned this a while ago, is that uh, that my office out here, I, I I do very little writing out here. I actually do most of my writing at the kitchen table during the morning, and that's because when I'm out here, I'm doing other things like building projects and and working on art and getting updates done on emails and and all of this other work stuff. And so when I come out here and try to write my mind says, Oh, well, let's check Facebook. Let's check to see if the emails, let's see if they've gotten back to us yet. <laughs> you know, it's all this, all this other stuff, you know, that's distracting, but I sit down in there, I turn my music on and I know it's time to write because I'm in this uncomfortable wooden chair <laughs> at the <laughs> kitchen table, ready to write. <laughs> yeah. that, that should be a tip for when you create in your space. <coughs> Don't make it too comfy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, because you don't want to enjoy it. You know, yeah, <laughs> writing should not be enjoyable. I think that's the message here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you've not picked that up yet, okay. yeah. <laughs> if you need ten tips to get through it, then it's obviously not fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, this is a good show. Um, number ten is no, it's just a word count. You know what? This is not life or death. You know, some years you'll make it, some years you won't. What matters is is that you keep writing. You know that this. 
50,000 words. If you can do the 50,000 words, that's awesome. But like I said at the very beginning, anyone who's willing to try to sit down and do this and undertake this, you know, it should be commended because writing is not the easiest thing in the world, especially when you're trying to hit these kinds of word counts and you're still doing a nine to five, you're still doing school, you're doing all this other stuff, you're taking care of the kids. It's hard to find the time to do this. And if you don't make it, it's okay. Keep trying, you know, have fun with it, <laughs> you know, enjoy it and come back to it again the next year. Or guess what? Keep going in December. You know, don't put it off for a year. You know, try to develop a writing habit that you do every single day. And maybe it's a 500 word count, you know, because do this, grab your phone right now, go 500 times 365. See how many words you can write in a year just with 500 words per day. You know, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you need to start looking at. That, that's it, you know, 500 words, a page a day. And and the point of this is after writing 1600, that, that almost seems like manageable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, you I remember the, uh, the, the first time I did Nano, um, uh, get, you know, a few things came up and the word count built up. And the last weekend of November, I had 10,000 words to write and it was grueling. Yeah. <laughs> but after that, you know, you sit down and you just think, right, I'm going to write a page. <laughs> you know? And um, I remember finishing my first book and I was like, wow, I can do this. I can actually complete a book. Like this was the first time that I ever completed a book. And so <laughs> it does make you want to keep going. It does make you want to keep writing. And that's the fun thing with it, you know, is that you do something really hard like Nano, like trying to get 50,000 words out in one month. And it makes the rest of your year easier to do a 500 per day word count. And by the end of your year, you're going to have two books finished. Yeah, it's like if you if you uh, if you do a marathon, then you know you might you might go for a jog at some. <laughs> right, you might go for a, a nine mile jog. So <laughs> yeah, you know, just easy. I'm just gonna just gonna run around the town a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> so, but don't do that but, in November because you should be writing. Yes, right. You know, don't do anything fun in November. Just write. That's all you should be doing. <laughs> uh, I hope these have helped. You know, I, I really do think that these are, are great ways to, to keep you on track, to keep you focused, and to find a groove to get in so that you can do this. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's good that you listen to the show, but now go back and carry on writing. <laughs> but the, these all really help because, you know, it, some of these I, I wish I'd known, like the writing ahead is just so important. If you can do that, because things things come up for a fact and there yes. will be days in November that you can't, you can't get to the keyboard and you can't write. So like, for me, that's one of the most important ones to like, when you've got a good day, make the most of it. Right. Yeah. You just keep on writing. If you've got it, if you've got a good flow going, you just keep moving forward with it. And I really like, you know, like the create the one sentence summary, you know, if you haven't done that, um, it's day four, sit down and do that real fast, you know, so that you can have that like on your computer. And anytime you come up uh, to a difficult point, you know, where you're trying to remember what comes next and take a look at that. And you're like, Oh, okay. So now I know where I should be going. Cause I've got to get to this point. And that's because yeah, if you go off in the wrong direction, you're going to get stuck because you, you go off in the direction and then you'll think, why can't I think of where the, what's uh, the next scene? And it's because yeah. you've gone, you've gone the wrong way. And then you yes. need to backtrack 
<laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and I was going to say though, um, it is nano. Don't delete those words, even if you went the wrong direction for a while. <laughs> yeah. Those words still count. Just keep <laughs> writing. Yeah, it was the same story. You know, it was fine. Wrote them in November. <laughs> <laughs> Any text messages you send in November, upload them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, laundry lists, uh, you know, trips to the grocery store when you put a word, any work, put it down in the book. <coughs> and, and, and then Detective Somerville took a look at his laundry list. It was like reading down through this because, you know, I mean, that's just, it's a great word count. It's a good scene. It's powerful. <laughs> Peter, do you have anything else? That one. Uh, yes, don't. <laughs> Try not to pad out. <laughs> you, you get to that. It's not really a tip, but you, you get to that one, don't you, where you sort of, you start saying like, you know, we've done shows on like not using filler words and you're like, well, I'll, I'll use a, I'll just use a couple of filler words, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just to get don't pick up bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, just to pad out the word count. Just this one month. That's it. <laughs> no one's looking. <laughs> All right. So, well, if you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, a like on YouTube, or a plus on Google. And if you are an editor who would like to be a guest on the show, please drop us a line at thebookeditorshow.com. I'm Clark Chamberlain, and for my co-host Peter Turley, keep writing, keep learning, and build a better book. Thank you for listening, and come back next week for more. Please visit thebookeditorshow.com for show notes, links to guests, books and extras, and for information on how to be a guest on the show.